Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 779, recorded live on January 13th, 2024. And here are your hosts, the man who took his dog for a walk today, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who didn't venture beyond the end of his driveway, Andy Lowe. Hi. I mean, I kind of had to. It's my dog. Like, yep. I've got to take him for a walk. Yep. Nope, I, uh... I only ventured outside today to um, snow blow the driveway, and then I ventured out a second time today to snow blow the driveway. Mm. Well, it was it was all nice and clear, and then I heard the plow go by. Yep, <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, crap! I heard the plow go by at four in the morning. Oh, beep 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 beep. Fuck. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, yeah, because you're in a cul-de-sac, so he's got to turn around. Beep, beep. Fuck. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, that went on for half an hour. <sighs> it took him like a half hour to plow my street because we live on a cul-de-sac. You're right. And so he used to go in and out. And in and out, and in and around and out, and then in and around and out, and then in, and then he just says, like, fuck it. <laughs> just, like, does one final path pass where he pushes everything to the side, and there was, we measured, ready? It was three feet tall at the peak, it was four feet deep from front to back, and it was the width of my driveway. Yeah, that sounds sounds about... Ours wasn't that bad. Ours, I could... Took me two passes with the snowblower to cop, to cut it down. It was taller than the snowblower. <laughs> yep. No, ours, ours was not that bad. But still, I'm like sitting there like, I'm like, I just freaking snowblowed it. But then I looked at the weather and I'm like, it's going to be a low of seven degrees tonight. Yeah. If, if I don't move this snow now... It will never move again. It will freeze, and we will be stuck here. Yep. 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 So this was the second snowstorm this week. I could see the lawn on Monday. There was no (laughs) snow. (laughs) There is now multiple feet of snow outside. Oh, God. Oh, Andy, it's it's so bad out there right now. And it's you're right. It's the same thing here of like, there was sun this morning. That's why I went out and did it. There, it was sunny. My driveway was... Fuck. <laughs> Apparently it snowed again today after I took Laz for a walk. Because that's snow on my driveway. <laughs> I was going to say, my driveway was dry today. The sun was out, it was beautiful, it was glorious, it was like 34 degrees, and we took two hours, we cleared off the driveway, and then an hour later the sun went behind the clouds, and it got really cloudy, and the temperature dropped to like 17. Yep. And apparently it snowed again. Yeah, we supposedly have another three to five inches tonight. We were supposed to be done. Why is there snow on my driveway? (laughs) Was it the wind? I don't know. I don't think it could be because it would have to blow it over the mountain of snow that is next to the driveway. 
Yeah, I do have to say the neighbors were out last night, which like, you know, Isaac had his school closed because of, you know, what it was going to be like in the afternoon and evening. Mm-hmm. They were out. They built a, like a seven foot tall snowman. This guy's freaking huge. And I'm like, where the heck did they get all that snow from? Because I, I couldn't tell from their from their driveway or from their lawn or anything. Like, where did they roll this snow up from? They probably just like have an inflatable thing that they pack snow around. <laughs> Possibly. Oh yeah, yes. Laura, no, I we we did. We Laura just like, messaged and said it was snowing when she let Laz out earlier. Oh God, damn it! <laughs> yeah, it turns out though. Uh, yesterday, my parents were tr- not my parents, but Dad and Barbara um, mm-hmm. were trying to leave, fly out of Detroit. Because there's uh, traveling to Tanzania, I think. Well, okay then. Or yeah, I forgot exactly. They're going some. There's some Africa trip. Um. So yeah, they were trying to get out of there, and Jamie was trying to fly down to uh St. Louis for something. I don't know what. But yeah, both of them were like in the airport at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and both of them were delayed but they were like both either like stuck on a plane or not on the plane it was just reading through the text chains with everybody was like oh my god this was just chaos yeah but yeah no i just today was basically a pajama day and then it was like well i should probably clear off the driveway so we can actually like you know get the vehicles out Problem I had, though, was, well, one, that uh, this year I had expanded the driveway. Because you have a bigger car and need space for it. Yes, I have a 2015 Ford Expedition um, that has its own, like, spot there. So our driveway now goes, instead of going from two down to one, it goes from three down to two. Um, And the second thing was that normally I would always blow the snow to that side of the lawn but now there's a giant 2015 ford explorer parked right there (laughs) and part of me was like well wait how am i gonna where am i gonna put the snow because i can't your pattern for snow blowing the driveway um well depends on how deep it is okay but i normally just take the the lawnmower is parked next to the garage we have a detached garage so there's a little spot between the house and the garage where i can basically park the snowblower and then i do um one straight shot down to the sidewalk and you know out to the road basically just to as a as a test pass see how it is and then i do the uh the sidewalks cuz we're on a walking mm-hmm. path for the school and um, the city requires us to keep our sidewalk clear, which was, um, we bought the house in February, so nobody was living in the house for most of the winter. Um, we bought it, so like one of the first pieces of mail that we got at this house was a letter from <laughs> the city saying that from the city we, we have been warned that our sidewalk needs to be clean and we will be monitored to make sure that our sidewalk will be clean, and if our sidewalk is not cleaned, and the city will come in and charge us some crazy amount and to clean our, you. Yeah, yeah, fine us for cleaning our sidewalk. So we have been very diligent with that. Okay. And then uh, normally I just go back up the driveway length, and then I do a couple of passes right in front of the garage that gives me a spot to turn the snowblower around. 
and then I just go lengthwise, blowing it uh, away from the house. Because blowing it towards the okay. house would be dumb because it's <laughs> the house is right yeah. there. But yes, so but- I open the garage, center myself, and I go straight down, generally blowing forward until I get to the road. Then it depends on if there's wind. If there's no wind or not any significant wind, I will turn the uh, the spout of the blower one way or the other. I really don't care at that point. Because then what I do is I turn around and I go back up the driveway and it's blowing in one direction. And then I turn around and I go back down the other side and I basically just spiral out from that center center lane. And it's great because you don't need to turn anything on the, the blower. You don't need to like re-aim anywhere. Oh, so you, you kind of Zamboni it. Yeah, I just go back and forth going further and further out to the edge of the driveway and it's fantastic. Yeah, I can't do that because the house is literally on one Next side of the driveway. driveway. Yeah, so I have yeah. to I have to point out, but now there's a car there. <laughs> so now I got to figure out what I'm going to do. So I might, you I might have the car. It's a big car. It can go wherever you want. That is true. It is a Ford expedition with, uh, you know, four wheel drive low. So I could take that thing out. But then the problem is, is that compresses the snow and you get those ice treads. Yeah. I've been I, fighting against those so hard this year, like to leave for work the other day. I made two paths down the driveway for the tires. And these are these are big honking tires, so that would, I don't want to mess with that too much. I'd rather just, yeah. you know, clear out a space first and then So yeah, I might I might now just blow it forward until I get past where the car is and then basically turn and start blowing it out to the side. That works. Yeah, I might just do that. Granted, that doesn't uh, that that cuts my back passes though, because normally I would drive down and do another pass back up the driveway. But if I'm blowing forward, that won't work. Hmm. You'll figure it out. Yep. You have all season. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I am so yeah, glad it I sucks made outside. Yeah. <laughs> And it's going to be cold and freezing the rest of the week. I think I think we're having at one point a low of negative seven. <clears throat> Sounds about right. Oh, the other kicker, which actually right now, to be fully disclosure, um, we're connected through my phone right now. <laughs> so if the audio cuts out, we know why. Yes. Uh, because our, I've got fiber now in the house, right? Mm-hmm. The problem is, is for some reason they didn't, they hadn't finished drilling all the um, the conduit underground, so it was only underground till the end of the street. So they had to go six to eight houses th- along the telephone pole till they get to my house. The problem is the telephone pole is on the other side of the street, so then they had to run it, you know, across the street, through my maple tree, through my Mm -hmm. cherry tree, and then to my house. And your trees are now covered in snow. And ice, and the fiber line is hanging a lot lower than it used to. (laughs) So something happened, and I have no optical connection. And I call up the tech support guy, and I'm like, dude... 
I don't know what, you know, what playbook we have to, we're forced to go through, but I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to have to send somebody out here because it is not in my house where the problem is. Yeah. You're like, I can see the end of the line out there. Something happened with the line out there. And he's like, well, it could be something here. I'm like, dude, I've got a spare single fiber cable that I've already swapped out. I've already done a hard reset on the box. I've done a hard reset on both boxes. Nothing in this house has got the problem. It's something out yep. with that line that you guys kind of shoddily did because you said you were going to, you know, finish up your underground conduit, but haven't done it yet. Certainly not going to do it right now. Nope. So, you know, internet goes down. I'm like, okay, we'll use the cell phones. But then I've got all the smart lights and the smart speakers and everything else. I'm like, do I, do I really want to go through and reset because they said the tech's not going to come until Monday. Right. Like, do I really want to reset all the stuff for three days? No, you just set your phone to broadcast the same SSIS as the one that everything else is set to. Yeah, I could have done that, couldn't I? <laughs> well, no, no, no. No, so what I did is I've got a, I've got a spare yeah. wireless. Sorry, not SSIS, though. What, what is it? SSID. Uh, I knew what you SSID. were talking about. Okay. Sorry, SSIS is SQL Server Integration Services. It's where I spend half my work day. No, no, no. You're talking SSID, which is the... Yeah. It's the name of your Wi-Fi. Yeah, I know, but I'm trying to remember what SSID stands for. Oh, I don't know. Service Set Identifier. Well, what's the D, then, unless Identifier is ID? ID. Yeah, okay, it's the so SSID. It's the SSID. Okay. So I didn't do that, but I had a wireless extender that has an Ethernet port on it. So I took the wireless extender and plugged it into the, um, because I've got a separate modem and router. So the router still works, and it's got the Wi-Fi, and it's got all my IP addresses and static IP addresses already set up. Um, So I just took my work phone right now, and my work phone is sitting in the window with its 5G Verizon connection broadcasting a hotspot, and then the wireless extender is picking it up, feeding it to the router, and the router just is like, oh, hey, look, I've got an internet connection again. But for some reason, Clean Feed was not happy with it, so uh, I've now got my my personal phone <laughs> plugged into my laptop here. <laughs> so it's yes, it's just chaos in this house right now, it seems. It seems like our family can also burn through about three gigabytes of um, uh, data. What? Why did I brain fart on the word? I don't know, data? man. I'm I'm starting to worry about probably because it's like eleven forty and you're exhausted. <laughs> we didn't even start recording until what, like ten twenty? Yep, because I had to get my my phone hooked up as there because the other phone was not happy with it. So. But it's okay. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're here. We're safe. We both have power, which is more than I can say for my parents this morning. Yep. My my sister had hers out for just about 24 hours. Yep. Haven't lost power. That's good. Knock on wood. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, other than just the roads and the, the driveway being terrible, we're doing all right. Yep. Doing a lot better than um, a lot of the tech industry. <laughs> did did everybody just wait for the new year and decide, hey, uh, we need to do some things. So we're just going to uh, fire everybody just at gonna, the start of the year. Yeah, 
Right. Well, I mean, you don't want to be in the news for firing people before Christmas. That's true. That I mean, is true. Other companies did do that, but there were uh, the, there were a couple couple layoffs this this last week. Well, which one do you want to start with? Because we, can't. <laughs> I, I'm counting one, two, three, four, four. five topics with the five? word. Yes, I'm counting five topics with the word layoffs in it. I need to refresh the page. Yes, refresh the page. I added one right before. Oh we started. God! Uh, <laughs> let's go in order of companies that I like. <laughs> so. Discord would be first. Okay. Um, Discord decided that, hey, we hired too many people during the pandemic when, I mean, for what it's worth, like, Discord had a boom during the pandemic. Yeah. Everyone was trapped at home. Everyone looked for different places to communicate. Discord was there and is really good. And so a lot of people went to Discord. And Discord did a really good job of, like, you know, setting it up to make it easy to start a new server and have it all set up with different channels and different restrictions, etc., etc. And they hired people to help support this and help figure out, like, what's next. And, and um, yeah, yeah, they laid off a non-insignificant part of their workforce, which is to say they laid off 170 people and they have a thousand people. Well, I, I, it's funny now. It's like, cause for the last decade, I've been working at the radio stations, which, you know, are little like silos of the company. So it was always hard for me to judge like how big the company was. But, you know, now with the new job, there was the department wide meeting and we actually had all 170 of us in a room together. Well, er, almost all of us. Yeah. It's like I now know that our whole department is 170 people. So yeah. now it's like, oh, okay, they fired. That group. My whole department is now gone. Yep. Wow. And you and those 169 other people are all looking for the same jobs. Yep, that's, oof. Well, that's, okay, so that would be the really odd question is, do you try and fight it out right away, or do you take a step back, let the dust settle, and then try and do something? Oh, you you have your resumes out immediately. Okay, probably because also Cause, everybody is looking right, you know, immediately. Yeah, well, if you if you wait... You run into this other problem, which are the other four topics that all say the word layoff. <laughs> um, yeah, I love this. By 1030 a.m., everyone will receive an email. In your email, you will learn whether or not your employment has been impacted. They notified 170 people by email, and they emailed everyone. Now, I mean, I'm reading through this letter, and like, they did offer the people that got fired five months of salary, five months benefit, three months of services, but still, that that sucks. Well, granted, as I'm reading this article here, that says mm -hmm. that Discord uh, has yet to become profitable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not surprising. <laughs> 
which makes it them turning down the acquisition from Microsoft back in 2021 as the, uh, I, 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 so here's the thing. And like, it sucks that they laid off 170 people. It wasn't a like, ah, ha, ha, uh, we need to pay for the CEO's jet. So you're all getting like, it's not a publicly traded company. Nope. So they're not doing this for shareholder revenue. It sucks, but it's not unreasonable. No, I, it's, it's my analogy. I've seen it and it, I feel like this kind of makes sense is the fact that, you know, retailers during the holiday season hire on a whole lot of staff because it's the holiday season and everyone is shopping. Yeah, but those are generally advertised as seasonal positions. Yes. These folks here got hired on during the surge of this the pandemic. Was, no, but, but it was not a seasonal position. They were hired to grow the company. Which the company did grow, but the pandemic was not going to last forever. Thank but God like, it won't it, last Andy, forever. Andy, it's not like people stopped using Discord. Are you sure that's the case? I'm relatively certain. I would expect most people, like the the normal attrition of users. I mean, reading the letter, it's talking about how uh, we grew five times as large in four years. Um, we took on more projects and became less efficient. Like, I think it's just a, a restructuring. I think they just want to make sure that they're doing what they need to do to stay um productive so that's discord okay what about twitch twitch owned by amazon laying off 500 people a third of the company yep a oof oof which is surprising because march of 2023 twitch cut 400 rolls so not even a year later, and they're dropping another 500 people? Yes. Ouch. Ouch. Like, man, I don't know. I don't know where you go after that. Like, like my heart goes out to these people. This sucks. <laughs> the Discord one sucks. The Twitch one sucks. This sucks. Well, um, that it was not the only cuts at uh, Amazon. What else did they cut? They uh, cut... Uh, I'm trying to see if they had given a number or not. No, they don't. But uh, they are also making major cuts at Prime Video and MGM. Yeah, Amazon declined to answer specific questions about the layoffs, but provided ours with a copy of the memo. The Prime Video and MGM division has identified opportunities to reduce or discontinue investments in certain areas while increasing our investment and focus on content and product initiatives that deliver the most impact. Oof. Oh, several hundred roles across Prime Video and Amazon MGM Studios. Oof. So that would be something. It'd be like, oh, Twitch. Shoot, I'm getting let go from Twitch. I wonder if Prime Video has any open... Oh, nope, never mind. Nope. That's not going to work. <sighs> in in uh, a, a running theme here, Twitch is also reportedly still unprofitable nine years after Amazon acquired it. Ouch. It's been nine years since Amazon bought Twitch. 
That's what it says. All right. Um, Google layoffs. <laughs> yep. Hundreds of employees. Good Lord. Core engineering, Google assistants, and hardware. Most of the hardware cuts affected a team working on augmented reality. Hey, guess I guess that technology is not going anywhere for a while. Which is weird because the that Apple stupid thing is coming out soon. I keep on getting the, the Vision Pro. Yeah, I keep on getting emails about that because work has iPhones, and yep. so Apple, you know. Sends us that's emails not, that I can't. That's not going anywhere. That is can't not do about going that. anywhere. Uh, I'm sad it, that it's not going anywhere. Um, Pixel, I Nest, mean, not, and Fitbit all took a oof, hit. Oof. Uh, let's see. To, okay, we asked Google spokesperson to say if this was the complete and total number of jobs cut in this round of layoffs, but she stopped replying at that point, only confirming existing layoff reports at different websites uh, google assistant removing features so they they if you count the, the different existing layoff reports it might be around a thousand people from google from google so discord 300 twitch 500 prime google. video mgm a couple of MGM, a few hundred. I don't know. They haven't a couple hundred. Yep. Google a thousand. Yep. That's just that's so many people looking for work. And oh, God, how big are these companies? Like, well, Google's uh, let's see, Alphabet uh, employed one thousand eight. No, one hundred and eighty two thousand three hundred and eighty one employees as of September 30th. That is a very large number. Yes. Yes, it is. Unity is laying off one thousand eight hundred jobs. Oh, my goodness. Why would you want to work for like I say that? As someone who had considered applying to Discord for a job. <laughs> but, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're just going to lay off 25% of our staff. What? Can you imagine losing 25% of your staff? It would just be chaos. The institutional knowledge that just disappears is insane. Oh, oh yeah. It's ridiculous just how much stuff is just stuff people know. Well, apparently they won't know it any longer. Yep. <laughs> well, it's not only that. It's also just the, um, well, it's just thinking about this. It's like the, the relations with their customers, too. Mm hmm. Somebody really, especially with like Unity or something, it's like, you know, they know like the guy at the developer, and a developer knows, okay, this is our Unity guy yep. that, that we talk to. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I, it's not that guy anymore. Who the heck am I supposed to talk to? <laughs> especially in, you know, giant companies, because <laughs> there were times where people would call me up about stuff at the radio station. I'm like, dude, I don't work there anymore. Well, do you have any idea who to talk to? No. Nope. No, I don't. Oh. All I can do is give you the the main office number and say good luck. And why did they all do this at the beginning of the year? Like, 
these poor people. Well, I'm I'm trying to think. It's most of the time the fiscal year starts in October, though, right? Or no? It depends on the company. Okay. It fully depends on the company. Every company picks their own fiscal year. Ugh. I, in fact, used to have to teach that. <clears throat> oh, well, this is not a layoff, but uh, I just see this article stating that 17 Google Assistant features are going to be removed at the end of the month. Say that again. Google Assistant features are getting removed, yes. 17 of them. Yep. None of which I think I use. Hey, I'm reading this and I'm just, mm, no, I don't think I use any of these either. I don't even know what a family bell announcement is. I have a feeling it's something uh, similar to the the Alexa announcement. Possibly. Well, this is saying that my watch uh, will no longer have voice control, and I didn't even know my watch had voice control. So, Oh, hey, look at that, voice assistant. Well, that's going to be going away. Oh, well. <laughs> Uh, what else we, what else we want to talk about? There's a lot of layoffs. <laughs> that is a lot of people and gone. Ah, uh, well, do you want some more bad news? We just keep doing all the bad news. Why then... has this become a bad news podcast? <laughs> That's the world we're living in. I don't like that world. I know. I don't like the quote Farnsworth. I don't want to live on this world anymore. Well, let's see. We got um, Artemis projects have been delayed. That's the the moon landing. Yep. What's the what's the holdup? Wait, wait how, like, it's delayed. Isn't it scheduled for like twenty twenty six or something? Uh, well, the moon landing part was scheduled for twenty twenty five. Uh huh. And Artemis. So there's there's three Artemis ones. Uh, Artemis one had already happened. Right. Which, granted, that was originally set for 2021, but launched in the second half of 2022. So that one was uh -huh. already delayed. But um, that was the unmanned fly around the moon. And then Artemis II um, was the manned fly around the moon. And then Artemis III was the moon landing. And I think Artemis IV was actually supposed to build uh, the new space station. So Artemis I flew around there. Um, turns out there were some problems with the Orion spacecraft. And so uh, they have now delayed Artemis II until 2025. Mm. <clears throat> well, they're currently investigating the unexpected loss of part of the Orion spacecraft's heat shield. <laughs> so I feel like that's important. Yeah, I, I, I suppose that's kind of a critical piece. They're also testing several of Orion's components, including a battery issue and challenges with a circuit responsible for air ventilation and temperature control. Hmm, also so, important. Yes. <laughs> temperature control and air ventilation in a spacecraft. Pretty important. So, yeah. So Artemis 2 bumped till 2025. And since Artemis 2 got bumped, Artemis 3 has also been bumped. Because they, they want X amount of time between them. Yes. So you can actually, you know, go through and verify things like, hey, where did part of our heat shield go? <laughs> um, all right. Well, 
I mean, it's the right thing to do, but it just is so annoying that this goddamn project that shouldn't even exist is taking more time and effort to do. They needed to scrap this, and I'm so salty that Congress didn't let them scrap it. Yep. Well, um, there's been another fine placed against a diesel engine. This is like for people who have a diesel engine? Well, so you remember how Volkswagen got fined because of what they had called Dieselgate? That's where they they were flipping their sensors or something? Yes. Volkswagen had a thing there where if the hood was open and the car was driving at a certain speed, it would basically tell the computer, oh, you're getting fuel tested right now. Play nice. But if, you know, if parameter is not found, turn off all emission standards, basically. Right. So they agreed to a $1 billion settlement over these diesel engines. Um, but uh, it turns out Cummins diesels, uh, who make the diesel engines for uh, Ram pickups, um, let's see, uh, let's see, six hundred and thirty thousand Ram twenty five hundreds and thirty five hundred pickup trucks built between twenty thirteen and twenty nineteen had illegal defeat device software that once again allowed the truck engines to pass emissions tests, but then emit much more pollution while in operation. Come on! It's not... Uh, is it that hard? Is it that hard to have your, your vehicle meet the standards? Which, they do meet the standards because they passed the emissions tests. So they purposely decided that they didn't want to pass the emissions tests? Well, they well, they want the driver to have a feeling of power and for there to be power. But... I I don't know, man. I do not know. The company says that they have seen no evidence that anyone acted in bad faith and does not admit wrongdoing, but somehow software installed on over half a million trucks for multiple years. Oh, the DOJ said it also found undisclosed emission software on an additional 330,000 trucks built after 2019. Someone is in deep trouble. Yeah. Someone is in deep trouble. Well, Cummins will pay the EPA $1.48 billion. It's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else we want to touch on? Oh, um, I'm, I haven't tried this myself, but it turns out somebody was wondering um, how often uh, AI-generated stuff gets put onto Amazon for um, buying things. And it turns out there were a lot of items that basically if you searched for, I cannot fulfill this request, which is part of the error message that ChatGPT gives you, um, you would find a lot of items on Amazon named something along those lines. Oops. So these were just items that someone said, like, write me a list of item names and descriptions of this type of product and ChatGPT was like no and they just took that probably through an api and then just like exported it yes like this lounge outdoor lounge set that is called i'm sorry but i cannot fulfill this request it goes against open ai use policy black <laughs> lawn chairs office furniture chinese religious books 
Yeah, the this one of so the items bad. here is listing all the, you know, the item info underneath it is saying, we apologize for the inconvenience, but I cannot provide the requested information. Unfortunately, I'm unable to supply the information you're requesting. Forgettably, the information you're searching for is not available. So somebody, this has all got to be some sort of bot, basically, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, not to generalize too much, it's probably some Chinese warehouse manufacturer. Well, this is funny. So somebody else is like, well, let's uh, search Twitter for goes against open AI policy. Oh, no. Yeah, there's lots of uh, tweets out there. So, yeah. So it, the question, though, becomes, okay, so these are the these are the low-hanging fruit. How much of is out there that isn't, you know, low-hanging fruit, but still AI-generated? Quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Quite a bit. And it's just going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Nope, I've been... Uh, I was up in Lansing all this week doing training, uh, which can actually lead into our next topic. Um, but so while I was going up and down, I was listening to different uh, presentations and YouTube videos about. Um, oh, I started digging into stable diffusion because I wanted. I was curious how uh, Dolly worked, um, but it's just crazy. At you know, the math is complex, but the math also seems to be very simple with how it works. For a stable diffusion? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. I I love, assuming my understanding of it is accurate, they took a bunch of photographs and, and like, blurred them more and more and more and more and more until they were unresolvable. Yes. And that was the training set. Yes. And then they tell the computer, okay, generate random snow, and your picture is like these pictures. So now do those steps backwards. Slightly more complicated than that, but yeah, that's the gist. Yeah. Because there's a whole thing about uh, taking the, the text inputs and comparing them. Yeah, well, them. but yeah, the, text, yeah. the text inputs is what, what kind of tells it what type of picture it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And it's really saying, predict the picture that generated this random snow. Yes. What was really funny was, um, which was actually kind of surprising, was somebody was going over some of the vector lists for names and mm -hmm. items. And uh, what was it? It was like the vector of, uh, you take the vector of London and subtract the vector for England and add the vector for Japan. And it actually came out with the, je uh, with the vector for Tokyo. Say that again? The, it, it was the math for some of these um, vector lists for the, the names and for yeah. the items that the, the, the stable diffusion was going through. They found out you could actually do basically do word math. Okay. Like, because these are all, they're all vectors, right? Right. They're right. all numbers. No, each each word has. go through the, the list again. Okay. Yeah. London minus England plus Japan equaled Tokyo. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, and there was uh, king minus man plus woman equals queen. Yep. Just like, it's things you didn't even think about. All it's doing is just, you know, comparing words and relationships and everything. But it just, it worked out things like that. Sounds almost like a rebus, but in a really weird way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's something. I wonder if Staples Diffusion could do that. Create a rebus? 
Uh, probably not a great one. No, probably not. Right. So, uh, leading into the next topic was the fact that I was up there, uh, with our Motorola guy teaching us some of the new hardware that's going to be getting installed. And, um, a lot of these boxes now, instead of having, you know, a separate box, all we're getting now is just a server running multiple instances of VMware. Mm-hmm. Which he was talking to us about some of the stuff there. And then he put it, he's like, well, just so you guys know. So, yeah, um, VMware was acquired recently. And we still haven't gotten 100% um, word Uh-oh. from uh, Broadcom, I think was the who, who got them. Yeah, I was going to say, like, who bought VMware? Uh, yeah, Broadcom. Broadcom bought VMware back in November. Uh-oh. And they're like, we haven't really gotten a good word on how that's going to affect us. So Motorola is now trying to basically on the sly figure out, okay, if VMware goes away, do we have everything set up for transitioning off of VMware for all this brand new equipment that we've already got basically set up and out in the world? Well, it turns... Well, Motorola's working on it. But yeah, no, yeah. Uh, Broadcom announced that effective February 5th, 2024, Broadcom will be transitioning VMware's partner programs to the invitation-only Broadcom Advantage partner program. That doesn't sound great. No, especially Broadcom makes RF chips. So it's like, okay, if one of the other RF chip manufacturers is deciding to, you know, shut out Motorola... A lot of people might be caught with a lot of problems. Oh, no. Oh, Andy. Yep. So we'll uh, we'll see how this happens. Yep. Okay. Oh, look, they also uh, engaged in job cuts. Oh, no. Another set of layoffs at the beginning of the year. Well, th- it looks like this one was actually... Um, December, but they looks like they cut at least 2,800 VMware jobs following the acquisition. So, yep. Oh, is there any, have we hit all the bad news? I think we've hit all the bad news. I hope we've hit all the bad news. Please tell me we've hit all the bad news. Okay, so that was bad, that was bad, that was bad, that was bad. That was bad, that was bad, that was bad. That's good, good, bad, bad, but we already hit those. I'd say that last one's good. Okay, so good things. Um, yeah, first off, I could I could use some good things. Um, Starlink had teamed up with T-Mobile, right? Yeah. Um, T-Mobile said last week that they were field testing the Starlink satellites with the T-Mobile network. This is the the V two that can like talk to your cell phone from orbit. Yes. They uh, So T-Mobile said they were going to start field testing. SpaceX says that they last week launched the first six Starlink satellites that can provide cellular transmissions to standard LTE phones. And then they posted a thing this week of two phones that actually had texts sent between them using direct-to-cell satellites in space. Okay. <clears throat> so it is... It seems it is happening. There have been two phones that have texted each other through space. From space. From space. Directly to the satellite. And then right back down again. And of course, it being SpaceX, some of the texts are such signal, much wow, 
Of course they are. Yep. Because Elon Musk can't help himself, can he? Nope. So that's happening. So that's good. Yeah. So that that's a mostly good piece of news. I mean, there's still like this whole privacy thing of like SpaceX will know where your phone is. Privacy is a 20th century concept. We no longer have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Other good news is uh, Vulcan. Vulcan has launched only, you know, four years late. But Remind me which one is Vulcan? Uh, the ULA rocket that's going to replace the Atlas V and the Delta IV. So it's good because the ULA already has um, contracts signed for more than 70 Vulcan launches. That's a lot. Yep. How many years is that going to be? Well, depends on how quickly they can, because this this was the first, literally the first flight. So they still have the rest of the um, certification flights to do. But supposedly this first flight went up. They said it nailed a bullseye. I don't know what that means, but I'm guessing there were no issues. <laughs> like nailed the bullseye. It it they had like a floating ring and they had to get it into it. I don't know. That's not clear at all. Nope. Oh, they they had launched the uh, astrobiotics uh, lander for the moon, which, granted, the lander itself has issues, but um, it seems that the Vulcan launch was flawless, they say. Good for them. Flawless launch. Nominal, as they say in the biz. Yep. So now we have two independent launch providers, if the rest of these certification launches go fine. Uh, Monday was the first of two certification flights before Space Force approves Vulcan to launch for national security payloads. Yeah, ULA officials say last week that this launch could happen as soon as April. ULA also plans to start recovering and reusing the engines on the Vulcan in the next few years. So there we go. Yep. Uh, Blue Origin yep. is maybe going to launch. Possibly they have a new Glenn Booster flight ready. Well, the flight hardware down in Florida at their assembly plant. <clears throat> but as we've discussed multiple times, all of their stuff is single use. Is the new I thought the new Glenn was supposed to be reusable, is it not? Or is that them is just it? saying I thought everything they had was single use. Well, I think new Glenn was supposed to be a Reusable. The New Glenn's first stage has been designed to be reusable since its inception. Okay. Well, that is that makes me feel a little better, although Jeff Bezos does not need more money. No. Well, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk don't need more money. Right. Exactly. Yep. But they're planning on hopefully having a New Glenn launch uh, this year. So that will be three launch providers then that would be very good mm -hmm. so yeah the the first stage is down in florida ready to get assembled and it's all flight hardware so should be good nice uh, all right i feel any, like we we should probably wrap this up do you want to talk about ces or should we just ces happened we, ces happened we can we can nap nab it next week sure because it happened this week happening is it happening? I thought it was done on Thursday. It might be done. We did not talk about it. We can talk about it next week. Okay. Well, then, should we hit <laughs> the random review? Yes. Okay. It is your review. I've had review. a really weird issue at work. <laughs> okay. 
Um, when I try to to do things on my phone, like make a Marco Polo call on my phone or message people, there is a insanely high pitch, very loud buzz. And I'm like, that's really weird. I don't like I don't hear anything. Why is it coming through? Why is my microphone picking up something and playing it? Because and I, it's not just Marco Polo. It's not just a single app. Like I went to um uh the just the recorder app, right? Just the normal like use the microphone, save a file, and it had it too. And I'm like, something's really weird. And so I, I wanted to try and figure out what, and I wanted to try and localize it, and. So I downloaded, re-downloaded, because I used to have this, the Spectral View Spectral Audio Analyzer app. Ah, Spectral View. Yes, I know this well because I had a fight with a broadcast board manufacturer about what chips <laughs> they were using for their USB interface yeah. on their board. Because if you were recording from the USB interface on the board, they were um, you would get a really loud, high-pitched hum. And it would only be there on that board recording from the USB interface after the board has been on for an extended period of time. Which you normally don't shut off an audio board because audio is traveling through it, right? Right. Shut the board off, things stop working. So, um, yeah, it was it was a bad interface there, and they they wouldn't believe me until I recorded it in Adobe Audition and brought up the spectral analyzer, and it was like it was a freaking spotlight right at just a, this one very strong line at a very specific frequency. Yep, and you shut the board down, and you let all the capacitors drain. And then you turn it back on and you you hit record and you could literally see it slowly get brighter as the board stayed on. And I'm like, this is this is a design flaw in your board. Stop please it. Fix. Yeah, please fix it. And then oh, that was a whole thing. And luckily I don't have to it's not my circus anymore. Not your job. Don't nope. have to do that. No, but so, yes, no, sure enough, analyzers. I, I, Pulled this out, and there's at the very top of the screen at the like 8K, uh, 8 kilohertz range, there's just this bright line. So something is interfering with the microphone. Can we even hear 8 kilohertz? Yeah, you can normally hear from 2 to 20. Okay, that's what I thought. So I should be able to hear it, but I don't. But the microphone does. Mm -hmm. But also the app caps out at 8k so i have a feeling that anything above 8k just shows up at the top well you could record something pull it off of your phone and look at it through Play adobe it back. yeah through adobe audition yep yeah see you, where it is send me the file i have <laughs> i know what i'm looking at i know how to deal with this yep so this is it, this is a, spectral... a fun little diversion. This this thing, the spectral audio analyzer, is a fun little diversion. It did not do what I needed it to do. Like it confirmed to me that there is a thing, and it seems to be worse when I'm moving my phone, which again makes me think like there's some electronic interference. I had another coworker who has a Pixel Seven uh, also download the app, and it was interfering in his phone. But my coworkers who have iPhones had nothing. 
So it's it's weird. I did learn that I can whistle certain vowel, not vowels, uh, certain letters. Oh, because it yeah, it's a spectrum analyzer. So yeah, that would. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, they were. Um, it was. I think it was part of the potato pack where there was like an audio file in there, and it just sounded oh, it, weird it until you looked a- at it. Until you looked at it in the spectrum, mm-hmm. and you could actually see where they had taken the erase tool and erased certain frequencies at certain times, and actually like <laughs> to, spelled out to spell a code out words. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a pretty standard tool in any sort of digital audio forensics at this point, because mm-hmm. you can see just so much detail. Yep, a lot more than just a waveform. Yeah. I'm watching it as it scrolls past and just, you know, seeing where my voice is and my words are. There's a couple consistent hums that are going on in this room at like 2K and 4K. Uh, it's, it's much higher than that, Andy. Oh, okay. Yeah, that. That's about 2K. Um, probably a fan? Yeah, I'll, definitely. Yeah. A fan or um, like a, a power inverter. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. Could be leaking at that frequency. Yep. Switch mode power supplies. Oh, my gosh. So much noise. Mm-hmm. LED light bulbs, too. So the app is free. There's a paid version. Uh I don't, I don't think the paid version's worth it unless you're actually doing stuff that requires spectral analysis. And if and you're doing if that's the case, you, you shouldn't use this app. No, you should have the actual hardware. Right. Now, is it is it just live sound or can I play back a file into it and it will show me just the file? Just live sound. Oh. Uh. Reading directly from the microphone. Uh yeah, that's not great. Yeah. Uh, it's also a linear scale. You Which, also don't get to control the range. So it is a it is a basic, basic app. But it's fun to just download and look at. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I believe that brings us to the random topic. Yes. Random topic rolled ahead of time. Do you have a D&D or Pathfinder style character sheet for the bedroom? I mean, I don't, but I'm sure it exists. <laughs> they don't call it role-playing for nothing. Ooh. I mean, your kink is not my kink, but, like, <laughs> are you really bringing D20s into the bedroom? I put on my robe and wizard hat. <laughs> Deep cut, sir. Deep cut. Yes, oh, but- my gosh. Oh, man. I'm seeing resurgences of, like, ancient internet memes. And I use the term ancient in the sense of, like, you know, I was there for some of this. Um, Including the Hunter 3 password thing. So, like, there's a meme going on about, like, oh, Facebook protects your password. If you type it into a a comment field, then it just replaces it with asterisks. See? (laughs) <laughs> oh. 
Everything old is new again. Yeah. Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly. Ooh, no thank you. Yeah, I saw that show up on like a TikTok thing, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, really? Yep. Everything old is new. Mm-hmm. And nothing is original. <laughs> nope. I don't even know what you would have on this character sheet. For, well, you would have charisma. I feel like that. And dexterity. I mean, you? Dexterity, strength. I mean, those are still there. Yep. Uh, would you, constitution would you, is definitely still there, <laughs> constitution right? Constitution like, is definitely still there. Yeah, you could, you could make an OGL. My point is, like, someone already has, right? Like, right. there is... Um, oh, God, what was the name of the book? There are there were a bunch of like third edition D and D porn books. Effectively, like they were the rules for that sort of like for a sexual encounter. Oh God, what was the name of it? I mean, if you've played Baldur's Gate three, like no. there's plenty of sex in the <laughs> campaign. I, I saw the character generations. Oh my. Counter rule book. Uh, a lewd handbook for 5e. The Book of Erotic Fantasy. That's the one I was thinking of. It's talks the internet. Somebody. Alignments. Talks about character, like player character races. I don't think it had a special character sheet with it. Oh my god, that's right, they made prestige classes. <laughs> oh, jeez. And it was OGL compliant. It was a big book. A couple hundred pages. Can I get rid of this? You are viewing outer page, blurred page. So if I remove the class of blurred page, what happens? I still can't see it. Transform. What the hell are they doing on this web page? I don't know, but that's not your character sheet. No. Capacity. Nope, there's the source page. <laughs> the staff. The staff of holy pleasure. The staff is made of rowan wood with runes made of silver embedded into the wood. It allows the use of the following spell. <laughs> Healing Sphere, one charge. Sucker, three charges. Mass Vision of Exquisite Pleasure, three charges. Uh, so my answer is no, I don't. But again, I'm quite sure that it exists. Yes, no. If, if you want one, you can probably find one. Without too much effort. Yep. All right. Well, on with that, that said. Yep, with that, that I'm just going to leave it there. That's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>